It's a happy day at the player victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man, which imagine mischief in their heart. Continually are they gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips. Stila. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent man who have purposed to overthrow my goings. Proud have hit a snare for me, and cords, they have spread a net by the wayside. They have set gin, gin for me. Selah. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. O God, the Lord, strengthen my salvation. Thou hast covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Further not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves. Selah. As for the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast in the fire, into deep pits, that they rise not up again. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall unto violent man overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the right of the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name. The upright shall dwell in my presence. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. It's a happy day to declare victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. Happy Friday, Brother Andrew. Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Good to hear you, Brother Michael. Happy day to you, sir. You as well. Let you be strong in your purpose today, brother. Thank you. I need it. I need a prayer today, too, brother, if you don't mind. Well, we got you covered. Thank you so much. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense, and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Incline not my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity, and let me not eat of their dainties. 
that the righteous might me. It shall be a kindness. And let him reprove me. It shall be an excellent oil, which shall not break my head. For yet my prayer also shall be in their calamities. When their judges are overthrown in stony places, they shall hear my words to their It's a happy day. Hey, Susie. Happy Good morning, Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you too. Yes. How Good are you do how are you doing? Uh struggling this morning, but I'm glad I'm in the number. Amen. So, Amen. Sometimes you just have to sometimes you just have to get up and go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a little hard sometimes. Yeah, but the, there, there, there's a there's a blessing in the struggle, amen. And and there and there's purpose in the stress. Amen. So. You know what? That is so so true. Yeah. I, I yeah. started a hard, uh, a really hard trouble when I was not in trouble, but what had happened to me and my family when I was ten, and I think I've told you about my mom and dad. Uh, was in an airplane, a private airplane, and. Uh-huh. And they just got lost and never found until like seven years later they found the remains and stuff. But uh-huh. You know what? God is good and He does yes. things for a reason. You know. Yes, yes. And 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 the thing is, we we have to have faith because mm-hmm. Paul says we see through a glass darkly. The things that go on are part of the weave. Of the tapestry of our life and i know right. that sounds but it's true that you don't see the reason for the stitch yeah especially at 10 you know yeah yeah you won't see that until later Amen. he promised he promises that when we get to our reward we'll see ourselves as we are seen we'll know as we are known right and yes so and yes In the the meantime, we have to trust his words, and his word says, all things work together for good. Whether I can, whether I ever feel it, he said it's true, I got to trust him. And if I do, then I get strength through that. So when the people around me have similar hurt, they lose a baby before it comes to term. Okay, they lose someone to like a disease that takes them through a long trip, and you're praying for their healing, and they never get healed. Well, at my age, though, I was only ten years old, and it was really, really hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a wonderful grandmother, which was my mom's mother, and and my step grandfather that got me through me and my brother through and I don't know where I'd be without him because she's the one that introduced me to church and Jesus. So. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, so you see. Good morning, Miss like, Diane. Good, good morning, morning Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Good And all the time. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. 
And all the time, God is good. Oh, we, we, we trust in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a rich and powerful day, sister. You too. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hey, family. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, sister. Happy Friday, everyone. It's Sister Tracy. Good morning, Mona. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Friday. Was there anybody Good else? Morning. You... Good morning, Andrew. Happy Friday. This may be. Happy Friday. Good to hear you. Sometimes when people are getting on, others are getting on at the same time. So if if, if somebody uh, talks over you when you try, don't give up. We're we're here to say good morning to you. And everybody's sound is beautiful. But we're here to praise the Lord. My name is Andrew. And it's just good to be in the group again. Who just joined me on the call? It's good to hear your sound. Amen. Thank you. Likewise. Likewise. Because with with the with the struggles that we go through individually, with the threat of things coming that you know are out there, sometimes it's just a good good to be gathering with the saints. And we can't always be there physically, but if we can be there in in mind and and heart. It's the same thing. Hey, Andrew, this is Dee, Dee. I wanted to quickly just thank the family for the prayers. Um, lifting the family up yesterday as we laid Pops to rest, everything was beautiful. I felt peace, and I just thank my Victory family for just agreeing with me in prayer. It was a beautiful celebration of life, and I thank you all, and I love you all to life. Even in the midst of all of it, God is still good. So love you. Thank you. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Just like the word says, the the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. They they will crop you up. Yes, ma'am. I'm glad I'm glad you had you had a settled peace about it. Amen. My eyes are unto thee, O God, my my Lord, in thee is my trust. Be not my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares which they have laid for me and the gins of the workers of iniquity. Let the wicked fail in their own nets while this I withal escape. The Lord is awesome. And we are his children. My name's Andrew. It's Men's Day. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, Prosperous Pam. Thank you. Same to you. Now, according to the clock, it's time we got started this morning. So I'm going to ask everyone who can hear me 
to check your phone, activate the mute feature. Our call is going to be recorded, as always, and we need the sound of the speaker to come through loud and clear that the word of the Lord can accomplish that which it was sent out to accomplish. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I'm your host for the morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We're a prayer call, and we meet Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we come to you to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend or two so they can be blessed as well. Today is Friday, Men's Day. Only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Sure, you stay with us daily for the month of January. Our theme for the month of January is entitled Purpose. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding purpose and finding and walking in your purpose in the Lord. One announcement is before us today. Join us here at the same number this evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Friday Night Live. By calling this number, you will be in touch with Sister Dee Dee as she leads us to a blessed hour. The prayer request on the online app were not updated, but as always, there are certain prayer requests that we continually need to provide cover for, for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Firstly, and most importantly, there are certain avenues that the Lord emphasizes that we cover. One is the children. We need to pray for the children, the children that are still being incarcerated, the children that are still being separated from parents. And that separation anxiety is real and it's debilitating, especially when you're young and you don't have and you don't have grandparents to cover that gap of love. Can you check your phone for the new feature? Thank you. So we're basking coverage for the children that you pray their protection and strength, that you pray that soldiers for the Lord come to them and succor them. Could you check your mute feature to make sure that it's depressed and activated? Thank you. We're asking that you lift the widows and the orphans up, regardless of what age, regardless of where you find them. They are being attacked and oppressed right now, especially during a pandemic of this size, that it seems that this lost little corner of the world where we live seems to be hardest hit. And certain communities are hit harder than others. So we're asking you to please remember the widows and the orphans 
that you may or may not know. We're asking you to cover the stranger within our gates. They are being oppressed. They are being maligned. They are being isolated and picked off physically and spiritually, financially as well. And in this time, we're asking coverage for them when they feel most vulnerable, where they feel most maligned, where they feel most powerless. But the Lord is not. And we need to bring our concerns to his throne. We're asking you pray for the healthcare workers, the doctors, nurses, nurses, aides, orderlies, the people that do housekeeping. They're all vulnerable to the virus and they're in contact with those afflicted with said virus every day. We're praying for their physical strength. We're praying for their resilience to this pestilence. And we're praying that their, their physical and their mental strength, that they can shoulder the task at hand for the duration. Because practically speaking, not a whole lot of people are trying to be nurses right now or going through uh, training programs to be certified as nurses aides. So the ones we have, we're really going to need. Because the ramp up time for the new ones coming in is not going to be sufficient with the number of people infected. That matters. We can't turn a blind eye and a deaf mouth to that as we approach our God with so many other concerns. We need to pray for these people. We need to pray for law enforcement. We need to pray for people in the National Guard who are going to be in harm's way. We need to pray for their families for the stress of upcoming situations. We need to pray for the leaders in our nation. We need to pray for those coming in new and the ones leaving. Because God knows, God regulates, and the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. We're praying for families, praying for marriages, praying for financial struggles, we're praying for isolation. We're praying for those in hospice care. We're praying for those that are still bereaved. And we're praying for each other. Just that we can continue to cover others while we may ourselves be hurting a brother or a sister covering us works nicely and is so necessary. So please, ma'am, please, sir, keep those requests on your heart. We're asking that you lift Brother Michael. He needs covered, <clears throat> stem to stern. We're asking that you cover Sister Susie, Sister Julia, and we're asking you to cover me because we all need prayer and we need our strength. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be led by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be led by Tony Sandoval. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise rendered by Brother Marcus. Declaration rendered by Brother Tony Sandoval. Immediately following, Brother Sandoval will lead us through love, life, and victory 
and handle all questions and comments regarding the lessons that he teaches this morning. The scripture for today is found in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Next voice you hear should be that of Brother Marcus leading us to the throne of grace. I now pass the call. My name is Andrew Hart. God bless you all. Our Father and our God, we thank you and we praise you for this day, for waking us up and letting us see it. Thank you for breath in our bodies. We thank you for sanity of mind. We thank you, God, for peace in our spirits. God, we thank you for joy and happiness. We thank you, God, for mercy, giving us a brand new mercy on this day. Thank you, God, that you let us see this day. Thank you, God, for bringing us to this point. God, we are grateful. Uh, we're thankful. Uh, with the heart of thanksgiving, we give you praise, O oh God. We give you glory today. We magnify you because you are God, and we we acknowledge that you do great things, and the and that you are a great God. We acknowledge, O oh God, that you are Lord of everything. You are King uh, of the nations. God, we acknowledge that you are still on the throne. We acknowledge that. You do all things well. We praise you and we worship you because of who you are and because we love you, God. We just want to just express our love to you and our um, honor to you. Thank you for keeping us, for watching over us, for watching over our loved ones, for keeping uh keeping us safe through the night. Thank you, Lord. We, we bless you. God, there may be some people who are on this call under the sound of my voice who are dealing with some really trying circumstances. And so, Lord, I pray that you give them peace in the midst of it. God, I pray that you would give them some uh, comfort right in the middle of whatever situation they're dealing with. God, somebody is struggling financially. I pray, God, that you would give them some um, knowledge and give them insight on how they can handle this financial situation. God, I know that you are more than able, God. There's no amount of calamity that you can't handle. And so, God, we pray that you would just bless uh, the people who are dealing with those issues right now. God, somebody is concerned about a loved one that they can't get to. I pray, God, that you would give them peace and comfort. Uh, we pray, God, that that even if they're able to go and connect with that loved one, I pray, God, that you would bless them to make it safely and to make wise decisions. Uh, God, especially in the midst of this pandemic, God, help us to continue to be safe to continue to look out for others more than ourselves and to continue to be uh, um, just protective 
of our health and other people's health. We thank you, oh God. We bless you. We give you glory right now. God, we lift up um, all the children all over the world. God, you know um, every child, name by name, person by person. Pray that you would bless them right now. Uh, Those children that are dealing with some challenging situations, um, no matter what it is, God, I pray that you would bless them right now, God. Help them to know that they are loved and they um, are on someone's heart. God, I pray for the children that are connected to uh, the adults on this call. I pray, God, you bless them right now. Bless the parents, God. Give them direction in how to raise these children and how to guide these children and how to um, nurture them. And we thank you for it right now, God. We bless you. God, for those children who are separated um, from their families, God, that are uh, in, in diverse situations, I pray, God, that you would comfort them now. Give them peace right now, God. There's a child that is hungry. Pray, God, that you would um, feed them, God. Bless them right now, God. If there's someone that we can be a blessing to, I pray, God, that you bless us, God, so that we can bless them. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, we honor you, God. We pray for all of the widows, the orphans, oh God. Bless them now, God. They've lost um, the people closest to them. And so, Lord, I pray that you'll bless them. Give them peace, oh God. Comfort their grieving hearts right now. In the name of Jesus, know you're able to do it, oh God. So we lift them up now. We lift them up right now. We lift them up. We, we, we just pray, God, for their uh, mind, God, that you would keep their mind in perfect peace as it is stayed on you. And we thank you now. God, we pray for all of the healthcare workers, the firefighters, the hospital um, doctors, nurses, um, all of those who are working in healthcare. Bless them now in the name of Jesus. Lord, the police officers, God. Uh, in every level, God, security guards, we pray for all of those who who are in um, the, that kind of authority, God. I pray that you would bless them, God, to use their power wisely, oh God. God, I pray that you would let uh, just rebuke the hand of the enemy uh, where just c- continue to keep the confusion away, God. Help us, God, um, to, to, to help the, the, the police officers to use their authority wisely, oh God. I pray, God, that you would just begin to bring some peace between the citizens and the officers, God, to bring some peace between um, those in authority and those who are under their authority. Give them um, give them the, the, the wisdom to use that power wisely. God, I lift up all of our political leaders, God, uh, specifically those uh, in the Senate, uh, God, and those who are making these votes and making these decisions, I pray, God, that you would just um, kill the voice of all all the different voices and opinions that are being thrown at them, God. I pray that you would just help them to sit and think about these decisions and make them uh, for the good of the country, God. I pray, God, that you would bless them, God, to make the best decisions, God, under 
with, with, with your um, direction, oh God. I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to guide these decisions, God. Lord, our country has, has dealt with so much confusion already, has dealt with so much um so many issues and so many challenges. And I, God, I just pray that our country will begin to heal, God, that things will come together. God, that this new direction uh, be a blessing, God, that people will put their trust in uh, the United the government again, God, and most importantly, put their trust in you. And God, I pray that you would bless the country to turn back to you. God, for you said, if, our, if your people that are called by your name would humble themselves and pray and, and, and turn from their wicked ways and seek your faith that you would hear from heaven, you would heal the land. And so Lord, we need you, oh God, most importantly, to heal the land. God, hear our prayer today. Heal, hear us right now, God. Uh, we pray, we thank you uh, for that now. We believe it right now, God. We pray and we lift up Brother Michael, Sister Susie, Sister Julia, Brother Nate, we lift them up right now. And anyone else who is going through a challenging time, I pray that you bless them. Uh, answer those requests, oh God. Um, give them what they need, God, to make it through um, whatever it is that they are dealing with. And we thank you and we praise you now. Now, God, as we take our phones off mute, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we lift you up. We give you glory, we give you honor, we love you, Lord, we worship you, Lord Jesus, we love you, Lord, we worship you, we need you today, Lord, we need you today, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give us sound this is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. We worship you this morning. We seek your faith this morning, God. We seek you to be throughout our life. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank you, Lord, for helping us today, Lord Jesus. Thank you for waking us up and thank you for the activity of my limbs and my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord Thank you, Lord. How great thou art. How we worship you, Lord. The lover of our story, Nothing and no one worship you, Lord. We are grateful. 
Thank you. Receive our worship today. Receive our prayer. Thank you for everyone who has prayed on this call. We thank you for every heart. We thank you for every participant. I pray, God, that you will bless us. God, as we move into this next portion of the call, God, we pray that you'd help us to keep our phones on mute so that no one else is disturbed uh, during the, no one, so that everyone can hear and be blessed by the word. I pray, God, that you will bless the declarer right now, God, that as they begin to declare that people will be blessed and hearts will be moved and lives will be changed. And we thank you for it. And we bless you for it. Let your Holy Spirit prevail in Jesus name. Amen. And thank God as I pass the call on to our declarer. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. My name is Tony Sandoval. I'll be bringing the declaration here this morning. Uh, thank you so much for being with us this morning. I'm just going to quickly ask that you can just check your lines, just be with me for a second. Just make sure that all of your phone lines are muted. I know a lot of us are, are starting our day. We're getting ready. We're getting ready to go to work. So you can just quickly check those lines real quick. I just want to make sure we preserve quality of the call and that we're able to record this call properly. So thank you again for being with us this morning. I want to dig, I want to dig right into it real quick. I want to get uh, in this as quick as possible, but I just feel like God is um, is asking us to take a step back, and I feel like God is asking us to look at our vision. I know this month is about purpose, and we're and I'm I'm going somewhere here this morning, but I just really believe that our purpose is tied into our vision, and that our vision is tied into our purpose. So I just want to take a step back again this morning and look at our vision and look at what God has for us. So let's let's start here in Jeremiah, and we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 1 the entire time today. So if I can just ask you one more time, just double check your lines there. I do hear um, some static. I hear some movement on the other side. So if you can just please one more time check your lines uh, just to make sure that you are muted there. Uh, That would be super helpful as we continue the call here. Um, Again, we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1, and we're going to be in verses 1 through 18. So again, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. And we're going to start right here in verse 1, where it says, The words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkai, one of the priests of Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. And through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the eleventh year, Zedekiah, son of Joseph, Josiah, king of Judah, when the people of Jerusalem went into exile. I know the first three verses are a little sketchy and they're a little jumbly, but we're actually going to use that. We're going to go back to that at the end. But verse four says, the word of the Lord came to me. And this is Jeremiah. This is Jeremiah getting called by God, getting purposed by God, getting a vision from God. 
And in verse 4, it says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go, everyone. uh, You must go, everyone I send you to, and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me uh, and said, what do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch. And in verses 11 through 16, Jeremiah gets a vision from God. And if we jump to verse 17, it says, get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them, whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Verse 18, today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and its people of the land. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you so much for this message. Thank you so much because you want to speak to your people today about purpose and about vision, God. And Lord, we just ask, Lord, that you just anoint what happened to you today lord we give you today this morning we give you today's declaration we give you this message we give you this time lord speak loud and clear maximize yourself and minimize me god and i pray all these things in jesus mighty name amen amen all right just one more time before we jump in i still hear a little bit of movement on the other side so if you can just please double check your line please double check your line here make sure you are muted make sure your phone line is muted please i still hear some movement on the other side. All right, cool, let's jump into it. I know that's a lot of verses to dissect, but we're actually gonna go through those. I have some points about what God was telling me about vision, about purpose in there, uh, but I'm gonna start with this real quick. So I remember um, pools. I remember jumping into pools. I remember going swimming and all that stuff. And I remember that watching people about how they get into pools or how to jump into the ocean. It was always really interesting for me to see like, how people got in, right? Because some people uh, would jump right in. Some people would just cannonball right into the deep end of the pool. Right away, they would jump into the pool. And other people would take their time. They would dip their toes in. They would dip their feet in. They would check the water. And they would go in little by little, piece by piece, right? And I believe, and then some people would just never jump in. Some people would just never, ever get in the water, right? And I believe that that happens with your purpose. I believe that some people take their time and they dip their feet in little by little into their purpose. I believe some people just don't do, just jump right into the deep end right away. And I believe that other people just sometimes never get into the pool. And I believe that vision is about looking at the world through your purpose. And I believe that God is calling you to jump into your purpose, to not hold back, to not be afraid of what may happen. And some of you are thinking that you can take your time with your purpose. Some of us have been waiting up to our ankles in years on your purpose. Some of us have felt how cold the water is, how scary your calling can be, and never jump in. But I believe that right now, I believe that God is calling us, calling you to take up arms and jump no holds bar into your calling. Your time is now, right now. And we wanted to share that. Uh, I just feel like God has revealed his vision for you. 
that he's calling us to be world changers, culture changers, social reformers, creative spark plugs, definers of this generation to bring change and revolution from the pulpit to the streets, from the church pews to the coffee shops. We are called to bring about change. And God showed me in Jeremiah 1, and we see a young man who was no more than 17 to 21 years old at this time. He was being called to be a world changer, to be a culture changer, to be a, a voice of a people, a voice of a generation. And you see, you are never too young and you are never too old. You are never too inexperienced. You are already exactly who you need to be to jump into the water of your calling. It doesn't mean it won't be challenging. It doesn't mean that you won't, uh, you won't uh, know everything that you should know. It doesn't mean that you won't stumble. It means that God and the leaders around you are willing to walk alongside of you, carry you when needed, and introduce you to a God who wants to reach out and anoint your voice. Just like Jeremiah's voice was anointed in this chapter, God knew Jeremiah wasn't perfect, but he was purposed. He was purposed. And that is exactly what God is doing now. God isn't asking for perfection. He is asking for obedience. God's vision for us is tied into our purpose. Your purpose should dictate how you see the world, how you see its problems, and how you see the church. God's purpose for your life is tied in. God is just say God's vision for your life is tied into your purpose. And I believe that if we dig into Jeremiah, we can see three distinct things about what God is saying about your purpose, about your purpose. Point number one, point number one is this, your calling is older than you think. If we go back to verse five in Jeremiah chapter one, it says, before I formed you, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Your calling is older than you think. God knows you. You were crafted in the very heart of God, along with your purpose. Your purpose is older than your age. It predates your sin. It precedes your mistakes. Your calling is weaved into the tapestry of the universe, into the very spirit of God. Your purpose goes beyond your age, your weaknesses, your mistakes. You are called, you are chosen, and you are set apart. Nothing you can do or didn't do can take away from your purpose. Your sin does not make you useless. It makes you human. I'm going to say that again. Your sin does not make you useless. It makes you human. And a human in need of a savior is a purposed human being. A human in need of a savior is a purposed human being. Your calling is older than you think. The second point we can pull from this is that your calling is non-negotiable. Your calling is non-negotiable. Your purpose is non-negotiable. Verse six, verse six, it says, Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. That's Jeremiah uh, uh, talking to God. And in Jeremiah 1, 7, it says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. 
You must go to everyone I send you. And you must say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. You see, your obedience is necessary. God does not water your water down your purpose because of your youth, your gender, your race, your socioeconomic situation, your fear, your doubts, your mistakes, your trouble, your sin, your shame. God will not downplay your importance to the world, even when you do, and even when others do. God will not water down your purpose. God will not force you but he's not going to argue with you either. He will challenge you to live up to your purpose. Just like Jeremiah, he challenged Jeremiah to live up to his purpose. He says, he tells Jeremiah, you must go and you must say, you must go and you must say, your purpose will come to complete fruition by how you act. And by how you communicate your purpose. And let me break it down like this. Action plus voice equals your purpose. Action plus your voice equals your purpose. I remember when I was a young uh, youth pastor. I was like 19 years old. And um, the pastor that we had at the time was an incredibly gifted preacher. He would stand at the pulpit, super old school, in his suit, with his Bible, and no notes. And he would walk up there with his Bible, and he would preach this hour-long sermon, complete from memory, complete from uh, from his heart, from his mind. Like, the dude was just, like, an amazing communicator, an amazing preacher. And I felt called to preach, and I felt called to speak. And I remember asking him, uh, kind of like sheepishly, like I'm almost afraid, like, hey, um, I feel God has called me to preach. I feel like God has called me to speak, but I don't know how. And I don't know how. And I remember sitting in his office and he kind of like leaned back and he just said, preaching's easy. He says, all preaching is, is it's the word of God through your personality. And I remember that changed my perspective about preaching, that God was going to use my individual voice, my individual personality through the lens of his word, through the lens of his anointing, through the lens of what God wanted to say. And that changes things. God wants your voice and he wants your action. And when you hook up your voice to the action behind it, that's how you get your purpose. That's how your calling comes to fruition and God gives you a voice. God gives you a specific sound. God gives you the way that you speak, the way that you think, the way that you communicate, the way that your purpose is intertwined into your voice is the way that God uses your voice. And I believe that this morning that God wants to reach out and put his words in your mouth. He wants to give you a voice that comes from your mouth from your personality, from your creativity, from your strength, from your struggle. He wants to supernaturally anoint your voice this morning. And Isaiah, and Isaiah, uh, he gets the, the coals of fire 
to his lips. Isaiah says that he has unclean lips, that he can't be of purpose. He can't be of use. He can't fulfill his calling because he's a man of unclean lips. And God reaches out with hot coals and he touches his lips, making his lips clean. And his vision was dramatic and shocking. Right? And in Ezekiel, Ezekiel was made to eat the scroll of God's word and it tasted like honey. Right, And in this vision, so Isaiah gets this vision where God touches his lips, anoints his lips, and this vision was dramatic. It was shocking. In Ezekiel, this vision was overwhelming and jarring, Right, where you have God place the scroll of his word in your hands that commands that you eat this scroll of his word, and it tastes sweeter, this honey. But Jeremiah's encounter, this prophet, it was different. His encounter was personal. It was intimate. It was personal, and it was intimate. It says in verse 9 that the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. This morning, I want you to do something with me. I want you to do this exercise with me. I want you to take your right hand and I want, to, I want you to place it over your lips. Place it over your mouth with me this morning. And I believe that right now, God wants to anoint your words. I believe that God wants to place his words in your mouth. I believe that God wants a specific intimate moment with you this morning. This personal and intimate moment where God is going to anoint your voice, that God is going to put his words in your mouth this morning. So wherever you're at, place your right hand over your lips. And Lord, wherever you see each and every single people here this morning, Lord, I ask that you anoint these lips. I ask that you place your words into these mouths, God, Lord, that you use their voice and their obedience for their purpose, God. Anoint their voice. Give them a new voice, Lord. We anoint our lips. We anoint our voice. We anoint the words that we speak, that we preach, that we pray, that we believe, that we say to others, and that we say to ourselves. We anoint those words. And we give you our voice, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. And then and, uh, the third thing that we can point, that we can pull from this calling, this purpose that Jeremiah is being purposed to, is that your calling is dangerous. Your calling is dangerous. In verse 10, it says, See today, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. To build and to plant. You see, God is going to use your voice He's going to use your calling, your purpose to uproot social injustice, to change lives, to speak out against injustice. He's going to use you to uproot and to tear down long-time constructs, constructs that the church has built up. But you won't just destroy. You will build and you will plant. Where you destroy, you will leave behind a new way to do things, a new social norm. You would change the way we have church. You would change the way lives are lived. You are going to plant a new way. You are going to make 
a new way with your calling. And the fourth thing we can pull from this is that your calling, your purpose is bulletproof. Your purpose is bulletproof. You see, God showed Jeremiah these two visions. And in the section that we kind of skipped up front, he showed uh, Jeremiah these two visions uh, that were connected with the people of God, that were connected with the destiny of his people, that were connected with a generation uh, of what was going to happen. And these, these visions can be summarized as this, God's speedy and swift judgment for Jerusalem. God's speedy and swift judgment for Jerusalem. And this message that God was relaying to Jeremiah was going to make him a target. It was going to make him a target. Jeremiah's purpose was going to make him a target. God knew that his calling was going to be tied into change and those who oppose this change. So this is what God tells Jeremiah in verse 17. It says, get yourself ready. Stand up and save them, whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. And in verse 18, it says, Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. Verse 19, they will fight against you, but you, but will not overcome you. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. He made Jeremiah a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall. These descriptions are, are architectural in nature and foundational in nature. And I believe that God wants you to be to change the architecture, to change the foundations of our society, to change the foundations of our generations, to change the foundations of your family, to change the foundations of your marriage, to change the foundation of the relationship between you and your children, between you and your friends, between you and your coworkers, between you and the entire world around you. Your calling, your purpose is tied into change. Your purpose is also made to be a doorstop and a deadbolt. I felt like God was telling me this, that, that God has made you to be a doorstop and a deadbolt. You are to be the gatekeepers. You allow what comes in and you keep out what's supposed to be out out of your life, out of your city, out of your church, out of your marriages, out of your callings, your purposes, your relationships, your churches, you are made to keep out and to keep in. You decide what you will put up with, and you will decide what you allow. And I'm getting ready to close with this. Remember Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 1, where we started? Uh, usually people kind of always they skip over the first one, two, three verses because it gives you some context. Usually what happens in the first chapter of a book, especially when going into a book about a prophet, is it kind of gives you some context, some social context. It gives you some context about where they are geographically. And it gives you some context of where they are in a, in a lineage line. 
right? And a lot of people will skip over that, but it, something is really, really important about the first couple of verses, specifically with Jeremiah. So if you look at verse one, it says, the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkai, one of the priests of Anathoth. One of the priests of Anathoth. It tells you who Jeremiah is. It tells you where he's from. It tells you where he's at geographically. And it tells you that he is one of the priests at Anathoth. Why is this important? You see, Jeremiah was a young priest in a town called Anathoth. And Anathoth, if you look at the, the history, if you look at the context of it, Jeremiah was situated in a town called Anathoth. He belonged to the royal priesthood. He belonged to the priestly people of Anathoth. What this means is that he lived in this city called Anathoth, which was set on a hill about three miles away from Jerusalem. He wasn't in the city of Jerusalem. He lived outside of the city in Jerusalem. And this city called Anathoth was uniquely perspective. It was uniquely positioned three miles outside of the city of Jerusalem, but on a hill. So the perspective of Jeremiah was outside looking and he was able to see the entire city of Jerusalem. So when the royal priesthood of Anathoth would get together, they would pray over the city and they would have the total vision of the city in front of them. They would have a direct view of the city. You see, this town was a training ground for priests. It was a training ground where they could be set apart and not be swayed by the city itself. His vision was influenced by his location outside of the city walls. You know, you may feel on the outside of the holy city. You may feel like you are outside of the church, but God has called you to save the very place that man has removed you from. You are not meant to be outside the city walls anymore. You have a unique vision a unique perspective being raised outside of the city walls. Early on, I felt God put it in my heart to apologize if you ever felt like you were disconnected from the church, removed from the church. If you ever felt like you were on the outside of Christianity because of where you are, because of who you are, because of where you come from, because of what your family history says. If you ever felt like you've felt like you're on the outside of the city walls, you are needed, you are called, you are purposed, and you have a vision for your life. You see, the church needs you. It needs you to have a vision for your life. It needs you to be able to see the call on your life, the purpose on your life. It needs your creativity, it needs your voice, and it needs your gifts. The church needs you. The world has prepared you, but the church will propel you. The world has prepared you, but the church will propel you. God's vision for your life and the vision that you should have for your own life is that you will accept your purpose to save the church and its many nations. Just like Jeremiah. Let's pray. 
Father God, thank you so much for this message. Thank you so much for what you wanted to say here this morning, God. I pray that you solidify this message in our hearts, that you solidify this message in our minds. I pray that you have us be purposed. I pray that you use our voice. I pray that you prepare us. I pray that you have us jump into the deep end of the pool for our calling, for our purpose, Lord. We love you. We worship you. We thank you, God. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much uh, for being a part of this. Uh, we are going to transition into our, our Q&A session. So if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any prayer requests, uh, we would love to hear from you. So go ahead and open up your phone lines and you are more than welcome to, uh, to ask questions, to chime in. And again, if you have prayer requests, we'd love to pray with you as well. Good morning, morning Tony. Brother this is Happy Favor Friday. Good morning. Good morning, honey. Great decoration. Enjoyed the decoration this morning. Uh, before I make my comment, I'll just give everyone an opportunity to introduce themselves and say good morning. Yo, 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 good morning, Brother E in the house. <laughs> good morning, this is Cynthia. Good morning, this is Catherine. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Melinda. Happy Friday, family. Good morning. Hi, brother. Did you have a did you have a comment there, brother? Yeah, you know, um, man, I really enjoyed your decoration this morning. Wow, it was a, a lot of, you know, it was a full course meal, you know. I was going to say there was a lot of meat in there, but there's some fruits and vegetables in there, some grain. Um, you know, the fact that Jeremiah, you, you, you said that he was a young man, you know, possibly mm -hmm. between the the ages of 17 and 21, right? And, uh, you know, he said, God, I ain't ready yet, you know? But, uh, man, God could use us, you know, as a young age, at a young age. And, and you, you would think that, you know, a, a, a person would, uh, would have to be a little bit more uh, chronologically uh, in age mature, right, to, uh, you know, to carry such a, a powerful, uh, you know, weight of, you know, doing God's, you know, do, you know, working for the Lord. But, you know, between the ages of 17 and 21, man, come on, I ain't thinking about, you know what I'm saying, purpose. I'm not thinking, about, you know, uh, serving the nation. Man, I want to go out and, and, and partay and just do my thing and, and have some fun. 
but the fact that he was that young when when God called him, you know, man, that just sort of opened me up, you know, and made me reflect back to when uh, when he, God first touched me and, and began to open up my mind and, and open up my heart. I was, you know, I was 16, 17 years of age at the, around that same age, you know, when when God touched me, but I didn't really understand purpose, you know, and, you know, and I, I was, you know, I was, I was strong in the Lord for a minute, but then, you know, I, I, I got distracted, you know, and I went back into the world and, you know what I'm saying, got beat up by the addictions and all of that stuff. And, you know, eventually I made my way back to the church, but, uh, man, I, you, you touched on so many and, um, I really enjoyed your your decoration. I got a lot of it. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for your comment. Uh, yeah, it never ceases to amaze me who God uses or what ages He uses. I mean, God does not discriminate from age or anything, man. <laughs> he picks He picks who He picks, and He chooses who He chooses. So, uh, I appreciate that, man. Um, does anybody Does anybody else have any questions, comments, prayer requests? Hey, Stevie. I just wanted to jump in real quick. I'm at work. Yeah, I do work, y'all. Tony, Mr. <laughs> Man, this morning, that the way you broke down purpose and how God really wants to use us and put a word in our mouths, and he uses our personality if we just use the word, that was so on point and so timely because, again, sometimes we don't know what people are struggling with, right? And so um, if you dummy down or if you compare yourself to others or how they minister or their witness or whatever, you may um, fall back because you may think God can't use you, right? Because you don't sound a certain way or you don't, that's just my story. <laughs> but I'm so grateful yeah. that I now have assurance that God created me to be differently and to reach who I am supposed to reach with my personality. And then when you said he'll bulletproof your purpose, oh my God, that is so amazing. I just love how you share because it gives me other ways to process and other ways to even read the word and understand the word and my purpose. It, it is not really an age thing chronologically, you know what I mean? Because older don't make you wiser. It just makes you old mm-hmm. if you're not really yeah. in tune or really what your purpose is and your calling. So I thank you this morning. Um, it, it's dangerous, you know, because you get your purpose when you allow him to put his words in, in your mouth and use your personality. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Thank you, Dee Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for that. Um, is there anybody else who had any questions or comments, prayer requests? This is Captain. Good morning. I morning. Um, um, listened to the declaration. It was really great. And um, I took down notes and things like that. And um, a couple of things stood out to me um, when you said, um, you said, um, our purpose, wait, where are you at? Sorry about that. Anyway, um, our purpose, uh, uh, God doesn't, uh, God doesn't, when you say your purpose is tied into, your purpose is tied into changing, I can't read my writing, but anyway, your, what really stood out to me um, piggybacks, you know, what uh, Dee Dee just said is um, 
being tied into our purpose, I'm tied in our personality. Sometimes mm-hmm. with me, I don't even realize that God is using me. It's just that authentic thing that comes off and you be saying something and um, encouraging somebody or whatever it is, but with your personality and just going on, you know, especially when we out there in the street doing the feeding ministry, you know, and, it, you know, whoever I'm talking to or whatever, I always ask God to lead and direct and guide. And um, some of the words that we use, it ain't, Oh, holy, holy, you know, it's just the encouragement with personality, and it it really um, enlightens the individual. You know what I'm saying? It really helps them, and they'd be like, thank you for saying I'd be like, wow, you know, something that simple. And when it comes to me, you know, it'd be small things that people would say, and I'd be like, I never thought of it in that way, you know. So, um how God uses his people for 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 his purpose, you know, and, and with their personality, you know, it just blessed me to um when you said that I mean when Didi had uh, when you said it when Didi had re mentioned it, I had thought about being when we when we out in the ministry of feeding and um helping the homeless, the encouragement that uh, God put in my heart to you know, because we always ask them to lead and guide us. So the encouragement, how it really helps enlighten their spirit at the time or whatever God's doing in their lives. So um, great declaration and um, definitely, definitely my notes is all over the place. I'm, i got to get them all together and put them back. But um, I pray that they put it on the uh, on the um, victory, declare victory so I can share with a friend too. Thank you very much. Thank you, sister. I appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much. Never, never be uh, afraid of your own personality for your purpose. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because you know sometimes yeah. you come off strong, you know, but you're not. You know, it's my my fear is that you don't want to scare nobody or you know whatever. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, however, when God has His way, and we step out, and like you say, when we um. When when we feel like we're not ready, like Jeremiah felt like he wasn't ready, but being obedient to God, he just did it, you know, and God had his way, you know, while he did it. So thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, Tony, can you say your four points again? Yeah. Yeah. Give me one second. All four of them? So... Uh, number one was your calling is older than you think. Point number two was your calling is non-negotiable. Point number three was your calling is dangerous. And point number four was your calling is bulletproof. So point number one again was your calling is older than you think. Point number two was your calling is non-negotiable. And then three is your calling is dangerous. And then four is your calling is bulletproof. And the verses that we were in were uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. So Jeremiah 1, 1 through 18. Awesome declaration. Thank you. Um, 
Thank you. Good Susan. morning. Good morning. This Good is morning. Prosperous Pam. Um, wonderful declaration. I um, am stuck on the Jeremiah 1 5. Um, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Um, and when you just read down those four points, it was more confirmation because I was going to speak about that. You know, that that's what really grabbed me in your declaration about <clears throat> God knows it's, that's how old my calling is because he knew me before he even formed mm -hmm. me. So I love to break things down like that. I just get so um, impressed is not a, a, a good enough word with, with the Lord and how he reveals himself. Um, but mm -hmm. the way that you, I like that exercise about putting the hand over my lips and just, um, you know, praying about uh, God anointing it and being aware of my sound, um, my voice. Sometimes I don't, I wish my voice was a little deeper and had more, you know, but it was just <laughs> nice to yeah. hear, you know, have more conviction and more strength. Like the other mm -hmm. sister who was just speaking, saying sometimes she feels like her voice comes off too strong. Sometimes I feel like mine doesn't come off strong enough. But I thank God my voice is perfect because God made my voice the way he made it. And so that yeah. exercise and just talking about that was just so good and just um, very refreshing. And um, I'm owning it. I'm owning the voice yeah. that God gave me. So praise God yeah. for that. And have a blessed day. Yeah, praise God. There's there's something from that point. My favorite part of not the not maybe not my favorite part of the declaration, but something about that point um, that I said, um, and I and I I went over it really quickly. But I said in that point that your calling or your purpose it predates your sin, and it predates your mistakes. And I think mm. that's really important. If we just got that, if we just understood that that God gave you a purpose before you ever sinned, knowing that you were going to sin. So a lot of people believe that their sin disqualifies them for your purpose, but that's not the case because God gave you your purpose because he formed you and knew you even before you were in your mother's womb. And he formed you and knew you even before you sinned. And he formed you and purposed you even before you felt you disqualified yourself so that your Amen. calling predates your sin. So uh, that's something I said I said over really quickly in that point, but you just kind of reminded me to kind of pump my brakes a little bit and really spend a little time on there. If you if you just get that, <laughs> if you just get that, it releases you from so much of your purpose. It releases you uh, from so much of what can keep you from your purpose. Yeah. So, Good morning. Good morning. Thank, thank yeah. you for reminding. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, this is Mona. Oh God. Um, even when you were just saying that, um, Tony, it, it just, just I felt the belief because when you, even when you said in your declaration, I was talking to kids. But even um, when I thought about when he, when, when he formed of my purpose, he formed me in my mother's womb. He way before the end, um, even before he even uh, formed this earth. So when you even said that, I was like, wow. Look how old it is. This is he he made me on purpose. This is a a purpose God, you know? Oh wow. You definitely believed me in that. And I just thank you. Thank you. That was a great, great declaration. I definitely need that um I'll play back to her. That was because I never thought about it that way. You know what I mean? Like, wow, yeah. way before then. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I, uh, this, this message was originally uh, a message that I actually preached to our young adults that I, um, I did a little different for this time around, but it was um, that particular section that I just reread again, that your, your calling is older than you think that it, it predates your sin and predates your mistakes. Uh, I thought about that for months <laughs> after I preached it. So um, that's why I wanted to go back and kind of step and kind of, um, and kind of touch on that again. But thank you so much, sister. I appreciate you. Um, and then I think there was somebody else who, who wanted to say something there. Yes. Good morning. This is sister Priscilla. Um, morning. I just want to say good morning. I just want to say, um, first of all, your declaration resonated with me and I was sitting here just, um, a lot has been going on the beginning of the new year for all of us. But I just want to mm-hmm. say, I was sitting, I said, God, if you say this, if you say this about age, because I knew I, I had, I thought I had read Jeremiah was a young man, a very young man. So we tend mm-hmm. in our little pea brains to stop right there. You know, we stop mm-hmm. right there. And we go, okay, that's for young people. <laughs> that's why I'm so glad you broke everything down because when you, when the brother just came on and, and talked about Jeremiah being young, and then you guys expounded on that a little bit and just said your, and then you just said your sin, you know, you formed it from the beginning. God knew you, and 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 called you before the foundations of the earth. So um, when you say you know predates your sin and mistakes, you know, everything is designed by Him everything you do and everything you go through. So it was sincerely in my soul. It was such a strong hallelujah moment. I mean, I just wanted to shout just based upon just you saying just that just now. But I had quietly said, okay, God, if you're talking to me, because I really feel strongly that you are on so many levels, all of us, but you know, we take it in intimately so we can take off and do what we need to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And when you mentioned age and then you circled it back around. I says, okay, but there was so many points that you brought up so much. And, um, and I love God will not downplay your purpose in the world. The world may, but God may not downplay your purpose. And you talked about the Mm -hmm. church. I mean, many of us have for myself, I wasn't raised in the church. God called me Mm -hmm. as an adult. Um, but only for me to find out my history in my family that I have a line of pastors in my family mm-hmm. that date way back. <laughs> and um, so I know God will save your children for generations to come. He clearly says that to you. So I just am grateful for this because it puts my mind, there's certain things that have been coming up for me the beginning of this year that I've been challenged with, not knowing how it's going to work, can't see it bigger than me, way bigger than me. Um, um, he's always put me in situations where I'm the only uh, African-American person, if not the first, when it comes to my business or my job mm-hmm. or my, any situation that I'm in. Um, or I come into a church where, you know, you don't seem to fit in with the group. You seem to be the odd man out um, mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I mean, all the time. <laughs> and <laughs> you try. Because you, you want to fit in, so you try. Um, but your personality is what your personality is. Yeah. And you are who you are. And you can't fight that. You need to make peace with that and, and be okay with that. Um, and others have to be too. 
<laughs> so, but most importantly, yeah. you do. You do. So, um, anyway, it just an inc- it was a good, solid declaration. Not that all of them are. This is why we love declare victory. But I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, for the word. It it was very powerful, and very succinct, yeah. and um, it opened up a lot of wisdom in areas that we we read it, but we don't go there for whatever reason. We don't think that, yeah. you know. Um, so you opened up that that door to wisdom, God's wisdom, um, that gives you a lot of freedom. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you, sister. I appreciate it. Uh, it reminds me of, so last night I, I preached to our young adults and I preached about um, Daniel and the lion's den and Daniel and the lion's den being maybe the famous, you know, one the most famous thing that happens to Daniel. And most people don't know that Daniel was about 90 years old. He was about 90 years old and he had been in captivity with Babylon. He had gone through three different kings of Babylon like he had spent time in the game, he had spent time in Babylon, and it wasn't until he was 90 years old that he got the thing that he was the most famous for. So I just feel like God wanted you to know that and to to let you know that I don't I don't know your age, I don't know your background, I don't know your generational lineage, I don't know any of that. But I'm gonna tell you something. You sound like a you sound like a preacher. I hear it, and I feel oh like God, God is God just wants to tell you that like. He wants to use your voice, you know, and I feel like something happened in your generational line and, and correct me if I'm speaking out of turn, but I feel like something happened in your generational line because um, because the enemy meant to uproot and mismanage and um, take off the rails, take off the tracks, your generational line and somewhere in your line, there was somewhere that he got to that the enemy got to and it derailed that generational line a little bit but god wants to reposition i hear that generational line with you that god wants to reposition it back the way that he was meant to be because god god is really big about the individual but he's even bigger about generations and that's why he talks about a lot about that in the bible about generational that's why lineage is so important to god because god god doesn't plan through the individual he plans through generations and that god wants to repurpose and realign your generational line through you and that god just wants to let you know that it's not too late that it will start again with you uh, that you do need to act that you do need to speak that you do need to be repurposed and just like he told jeremiah he said you must go and you must say he tells them that in verse six uh, and seven, I should say, that you must go and that you must say. And God is just telling you that it's in your generation and your blood. Um, so I just wanted to tell you that I felt like God had it on my heart for you, and just take with that, digest that. Um, but that's 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 for you. Wow! Thank you so much. You said a mouthful. I want to confirm what you said for you, just to let you know. You, probably don't need it, but I have looked at my generation and so, and just asked because it's been such a distinction between my mother's gener- uh, family generation and what's going on in my generation with my family mm-hmm. line. Um, and I look at my siblings and my cousins and I'm like, what happened? I've been asking that question for a long time to myself. 
The only one that knew it was the Lord. Never had the conversation with my I might have had the conversation with my mother before she made her transition. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you just said a mouthful to me, and I was writing it down on the side. But I so appreciate God. For, God, just, oh, God. Mm. You know, can you pray for Will you pray for us that need prayer? Um, you mentioned yeah, that someone please. needs prayer. I just want to get it right. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do yeah. is get it right and 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 yeah. listen to the lord and be obedient now i understand why he says and that's been coming up a lot obedience is better than sacrifice you gave me a little bit into the window of that because i was asking him yesterday why is obedience better than it's kind of asking that you know seems like sacrifice is a big thing too <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyway, you just cleared it up so anyway yeah. if you could pray i appreciate you so much you confirmed a lot and and what yeah, you yeah. said was true thank you yeah, of course. Let's just pray. Lord, I just thank you so much, Lord. I thank you so much, God, because of what you're doing, what you're always doing, God, that you're a God who always works, Lord, that that you're a God who holds life like clockwork, Lord, where everything kind of works together, um, where everything kind of touches, Lord. Uh, your kingdom always touches. Your your missions always touch, Lord. The way that you do things always touch, Lord. You give one person something to say because someone else has to hear it, God. And someone has to hear it so that they can do something for somebody else. And everything just kind of connects, Lord. And I just thank you so much, God, for everything that you're doing, Lord. I just pray for boldness, Lord. I pray that you give us the boldness to obey God, Lord. I thank you, Lord, because you have made obedience better than sacrifice, Lord. Because sacrifice is something that you do unwillingly. Some Sacrifice is something you do because you have to. But obedience is, is something that you do because you want to, Lord. And that's the way that you want us to serve. That's the way that you want us to obey. That's the way that you want us to follow you and to seek you out of a heart of obedience, not out of a heart of, a, of sacrifice where we have to, where we sacrifice because we have to make up for something. We sacrifice because we need to make things right. But when we obey, when we obey God, we obey out of willingness. And that's what you want. You want the willing servant. And I believe that's what you've called our sister to be a willing servant, that this is not out of sacrifice, that this is not out of some, um, you know, that she has to make up for lost time, that she has to she has to make up for her generation, she has to make up for her, for her bloodline, Lord, this is not about that, this is about her personal obedience. So I just ask, Lord, that you make us personally obedient, Lord, because when we're obedient with one thing, you start to build over another thing, God. And little by little, obedience ends up becoming just a part of who we are, a part of our life, and that we obey you in every aspect of our life, Lord. So I thank you for that. I thank you for purpose. I thank you that you've called us. I thank you that you've made us for such a time as this. I thank you because you've called us to be who we are, Lord, to sound like we sound, to be who we are, to act like we act, to say have the character that we have, God. Thank you because you've made us exactly how we're supposed to be now, God. We thank you. We love you. We worship you, God. Have us get it right. Have us get it the way that you want it to be, Lord. And I just ask that you just have us obey, God. Give us a willing heart to be obedient, God. I just thank you for that, Lord. I feel that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank, thank you. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for thank that. You. I appreciate that so much. Amen. Good morning. 
morning. Good morning. Thank you so very much. And I just want to thank and praise God for your um, for your declaration. It was so powerful and rich and um, confirmation. And I also, if you don't mind, if you can please pray for me as well, um, just that the word falls on good ground as well as good heart and that not my will be done, but that God's will um, be done. And brother, I also like when you said my personality is connected to my purpose. And my calling mm-hmm. and my per my calling and my purpose are bulletproof. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That really um resonated in my spirit and really spoke to me. And if you can please just keep me in prayer. Um this is Sister Shante. Um, myself and my two young boys, Hezekiah and Israel, please, that God's will will be done and that he will use us to um to walk in his holy boldness as well as speak his holy boldness. In Jesus' name, thank you. Um, sister. Yeah, we can. Um, let's pray now for you. Lord, I, I just pray over, over our sister and over her two young sons. God, Lord, I just thank you so much for that family. And thank you so much for that family unit, Lord. I just pray that you just anoint that family, God. I pray that you just open the floodgates of your blessing, of your purposing, of your calling, God, Lord of your anointing over them. Father, Lord, we just pray that you just open up the windows of heaven, God, Lord, and pour out a blessing that they cannot contain, God, Lord. I pray that you make yourself known and make yourself known even deeper to them, God. I pray that you just touch them. I pray that you speak to them. I pray that you just speak loud and clear to them, God, Lord. I continue to continue that you just guide the footsteps of those two young sons, those two young men, Lord, I just see them being built up, God, Lord. I see um, I see you, like, building up, like, putting bricks in, like, building up something strong, a strong foundation, a strong wall, just like you told Jeremiah that you're, you're, you're architectural in nature, the way that you are calling him, God. And I believe that her sons are being built up almost architecturally, where you're building them up strong, that you're making them an iron wall, just like you're making Jeremiah, that you're making them... Uh, unshakable, that you're making them unbreakable, that you're making their faith something so solid, something so pure, something so insurmountable, undeniable, that it, it becomes this pillar of iron in their souls, a pillar of iron in their spirit, that they that they that their faith will be built from a lifetime of faithfulness, God. And I just see that over them. I see that over that family unit, God, and we just thank you for that. We love you for that. We worship you. We exalt you for that, God, and we just pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Man, thank you so much. Of course, not a problem. Thank you so much. Um, was there anybody else that had any comments, any questions, prayer requests? Okay. All right, praise God. All Hello. right, one more time. Hello? Hey, Tony. I just wanted, I don't know why it's so hard. I just wanted to say this, but um, the spirit was just the same to me. When it, when it comes to our personality, I, you know, I'm so grateful, you know, that I see that now, even listen to, you know, hearing it, hearing what everybody is saying, what, what our personality sometimes can also make us feel like we're not accepted or we're not included. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I was just even feeling that when Sister Priscilla was talking, you know, about fitting in. But one thing I love about what God is showing me, because I have felt like that, um, you know, I'm a very um, 
you know, a loud person. And, you know, it can be uncomfortable for some people, you know what I mean? But I see that God is using that with, with my purpose also. So mm-hmm. um, also it's with the um, acceptance, you know, knowing that we are accepted in the beloved. I don't know why that keeps on ringing in my head. We are all connected. And if we look at each other, we will see how we are, um, um, uh, what, we, what we share. We share um, love. We share the um, Holy Spirit. We, 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 we are, um, God, what is the word I'm trying to say? We are um, um, not um, separated. You get what I'm saying? We separated in our mind. It's what we, we be feeling. Like when I walk in, you know, a room or whatnot, I remember it's always feel like, ooh. You know, um, I can't, um, like, they ain't funny acting they this or that. You know, when I walk in looking for it, then I find it. You know, then I separate mm-hmm. myself. But when I walk in, just going in, going, I'm going in to show love. I'm going to go in to see Mona and just, you know, um, not, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, then I feel that I, I, I um, connect better and I fit in better. You know what I mean? Because, you know, mm-hmm. we, we sometimes can... Um, you know, um, um, I, you know, outside ourselves, but just to know that we are all accepted in the beloved, and we are all the body of Christ, and we all need each other, you know, and we all work together. So if we, you know, by, by me telling myself and that, knowing that, I can look at my sister differently instead of, you know, noticing how, you know, so-called weird or whatever, you know, the negative thoughts that may, may be going through your mind. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that, sister. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> I think it's something that that um, a lot of people struggle with is trying to fit in and trying to understand how they fit into the rest of the world and stuff like that. And and um, you need to understand that most people weren't really made to fit in, you know, and that you just have to be who you are, who God has called you to be you know, um, and that you don't, you don't have to be afraid of that. I think that's the biggest thing is that you don't have to be afraid of that. I appreciate yeah. that, sister. Thank you so much for sharing. That's so good. Um, what you just said, I have to just chime in. Um, you said it was a scripture. I don't remember what it was, but it had to do with, it was along the lines of before God formed me, he knew me. And then there's something about being set apart. So what you just said was like, that was deep. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you for sharing that. I really do appreciate that. Um, It has me thinking, which is why I'm I'm pausing. (laughs) If I'm thinking, that means I'm pausing. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, Thank you. Praise God. Was there anybody else that had any... uh, any comments, questions, any prayer requests? All right. All right, praise God. We'll give it one more time. Last call. Was there anybody else that had any questions, comments, prayer requests before we end here? Good morning. This is Gwen Didi. I just want to thank you for your declaration and also just ask that you continue to pray for me that I will um, not only understand the calling of God for my life, but to fulfill that call. And I do totally agree that um, my personality, um, you know, those things that we tend to look at about ourselves and, you know, we wish that, you know, we weren't like that. 
it's the way that God uniquely designed us to fit um, along with the calling that he's had, that he has for us and that, you know, just in this day and time that, you know, we will fulfill the purpose. You know, my, my, the infant prayer to God is that, you know, I finish the work that he has purpose for me to do while I'm here on this earth. And, and, you know, that's it. That's the goal to finish the race and to finish well and to do what he has designed and called me to do. I, you know, I don't want to continue to waste time trying to do things that God hasn't um, assigned to my hands. Um, and so that that's my prayer and that I would, you know, exactly uh, that I would completely be in alignment with what it is that um, God has for me. Mm. Um, I don't know why I feel like I need to tell you this, sister, maybe just say this in general. Maybe you just brought up, stirred up something in my spirit, but uh, I've said this before, I've preached this before, maybe not here, but in other instances, I've always, uh, I've said this before, where I feel like a lot of us are in this standoff with God, where we're waiting for the other to do something, right, according to our purpose, right, where we're, we're kind of sitting in standby mode, where we're, we're standing off with God, and who's going to flinch first, right, who's going to do something first, who's going to say something first, who's going to act first, and you need to understand that God has already done something, that God has already purposed something, that our God has already laid everything out for you to succeed in your purpose, for you to flourish and grow in your purpose. God don't have to do anything because he already has. So a lot of us are in this kind of the standby mode where we're waiting for God to do something. But usually it is God who's waiting for us to do something. So I don't know if that's specifically for you, sister. I don't know if that's specifically for someone on the call. But I feel like somebody here is on this standby mode, on this showdown with God. And, he's, and you're waiting for who's going to flinch first. And God's like, I don't need to do anything. I have already done everything. It is your turn to start acting. It is your turn to start moving. It's your turn to start speaking. It is your turn to start obeying. So just... Um, you know, whoever that is, I just pray that it fall on good soil. I pray that you absorb it. I pray that you use it. And I pray that you act on it. So thank you for that, sister. I appreciate your feedback so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem, sister. Okay. Was there anybody else that had any questions, comments, prayer requests? I have a quick question. Ladies. Um, Yes, ma'am. I, I, was, um, I was wondering if this is God, like when you are thinking about something or when you have a dream or something happens and then you turn on the TV and you hear somebody preach and they talk about what you was thinking of, what you was dreaming of, or what just happened. Is that God speaking to me? Uh, I would say 99% of the time, yes. <laughs> I would say absolutely yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um some Yeah, something Yeah, something you need to remember is that even if you don't feel like you're consciously interacting with God, God is always trying to interact with you. So God is often using subconscious things, feelings, emotions, that God is often using people around you, he's often using dreams, premonitions, things, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So uh, 
most of the time, I would say yes, 100%. Okay, thank you. No problem, sis. No problem. I think there was somebody else there who had something to say right before then. Yeah, yeah, Brother Sandoval. Um, yes, sir. You, you, when you, when you uh, was a youth pastor and and you went in that your pastor's office, you know, the one that could could preach mm-hmm. from, and and you said to them, you, you felt that God was calling you, and. Uh, and you he you say he sat back in his chair and he leaned back and he he said something to you. Uh what well, could you go could you uh you know touch on that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, of course. His name was uh uh interestingly enough, his name was Tony too. <laughs> his name was Pastor Tony Ahay. He was like an old school Southern Baptist preacher and he was amazing at it. And I remember telling him that I felt called to preach, to be a preacher. And I uh, felt like I told him, like, I don't know how to be a preacher. And he told me that preaching, that all preaching is, is that it's God's word through your personality. And that's what it is. That I was, I was afraid how I spoke, right? Like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I was, I was like, man, I don't have the right voice for it. I don't have the right mannerisms for it. I can't preach like this guy can preach. But um, Pastor Tony Ahave told me, um, you know, to this day, you know, 14 years later, I'm still thinking about that, you know, being 19 years old and remembering that all preaching is, is that it's God's word through your personality. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's, that's, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, too, I, I purpose all our purpose and everything is connected to our personality. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we, we had a lot of fruits and vegetables mixed in with the meat this morning. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for 14 years now. Helps me every time. Helps me preach every time. So, thank you for that. Um, was there any anybody else have any questions, comments, prayer requests? Yes, this is Leon Miasal, and I'm asking for prayer this morning. Um, um, the doctor has recommended me to have a procedure done on my legs, mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I'm really I don't know which way to go with it. Um, I'm asking for proper clarity, mm-hmm. and that whatever choice that I make that for complete healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. What was your name again, Miss? Leomia. Yeah, okay. Leomia. Right, okay, got it. Okay, yeah, let's pray. Let's pray real quick. Father God, just thank you so much, God. Thank you so much for what you're doing, Lord. Thank you so much um, that you're a healing God, Lord, that you're a God who's available, that you're a God who wants to heal us, that you're a God who wants to hear from us, Lord. Lord, we just lift up our sister to you, Lord. Lord, we just ask that you you just touch her leg. We ask that you put your hands on her legs right now, Father Lord. We ask that you just uh, you incline your ear to us, Lord. We ask that your your presence may be uh, palpable in her presence, God, Lord. I pray that you may be there, Lord. I pray that she may start feeling 
lift your hands on her legs, Lord. Your healing affection on her leg, Lord. We pray for healing in her leg, God, Lord. We pray for complete and total healing. You are not a God who does things halfway. You are not a God who leaves unfinished business. You're not a God who leaves unfinished work, Lord. So we just ask for total and complete healing over our sister, over her leg, Lord. And we ask for guidance for that procedure, that whatever procedure may happen that she chooses, that the doctors choose, that the doctors suggest, Lord, that that's going to be the way that she gets her complete healing, Lord. We pray that every cell in her body is healed. We pray not just for her leg, but for her organs, for the rest of her body, for her mind, for her heart, her lungs, Lord. We pray that you just incline her to your presence, God, Lord. We ask that you just heal her, surround her, Lord. Surround her in your uh, with the hedge of protection, Father, Lord. We ask for a total and complete healing. We ask for health and health abundantly, God. And we pray for that. We seal that over our sister. And in Jesus' name we pray, God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. No problem, sister. Thank you so much for asking. Um, thank you for that. Amen. Was there anybody else that had any questions, comments, prayer requests? All right. Praise God. All right. Just one more time. If there's anybody again that has any questions, any comments, any prayer requests? Okay. If not, hey, Tony. Uh, I will. Go- yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Oh, this is Judy. I, just if we could, uh, it's the day after, and so lifting my mom up as we lay my pops to rest yesterday. I know the aftermath sometimes because you go through the, you know, your adrenaline is up because you got to prepare. But now the day mm. after, I just want, you know, I'm going to spend time with her, but I could just, you know, that, that after when all the calls stop and, you know, people aren't really checking because it happens. We say that, but yeah. just her heart because. You know, she cried for the first time yesterday because um, I think it was, you know, when you see the casket and all that. But just today, just yeah. some some prayers of encouragement um, for all, not just my mom, but anybody else, because uh, so many of us have lost loved ones. So just any heart that's heavy or broken and just to, to turn up that joy and that garment of praise and remind us that there's duty for ashes. Um, and and God, God is still good even in this. So, and anybody else, and uh, Mama Leomia, you know, I got you lifted. I hear a little fear. So I just want you to fear not because God got you like he has before and we got you, Mama. So just seek him and he'll give you the right answer for that surgery or not. Amen. I love you, Tony. Mm. Thank you, baby. Love you. love you too, sister. That's uh yeah, absolutely. Let's pray for that. What was what was your mother's name there, Didi? Her name is Mama Doris. Mama Doris. That's how everybody okay. call her Mama Doris. Yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay, let's do it. You call him Mama Doris, I'll call him Mama Doris, no problem. Um, yeah, let's let's uh let's pray that real quick. Um Lord, we just lift up Mama Doris to you. We thank you so much for her years of service. We thank you so much for her character. We thank you so much for the children that she bore, the children that she raised, for the family that you built around her, Lord. We thank you so much for who she is, Lord. Lord, we thank you for her strength. We thank you for her quiet, subdued strength. We thank you, Lord, because you're still working in her. You're still speaking to her. Lord, we just ask for comfort. We ask for joy. We ask for joy and peace that transcend any of our understanding, God. 
you say that you are near to the brokenhearted, Lord. You are attracted to heartbreak. You are attracted to hurt. You are attracted to suffering. You are attracted to hurt, God, because you know that when somebody is hurting, when somebody is heartbroken, when somebody is heavy-hearted, that is an opportunity for you to come in and rebuild. And Lord, we ask that you rebuild Mama Doris. We rebuild that you, re- that you rebuild her strength, that you rebuild her joy, that you rebuild her peace, that you rebuild her comfort, God, Lord. And we thank you in advance because we believe and we declare that you are starting something new in Mama Doris. There is a new chapter that she's entering in. There is a new genesis that she's entering in. There is a new chapter of her life. And we just declare that this chapter is not going to be an empty one. You are not winding down. You are winding up, Lord. I see that, that you're rebuilding, that you're revamping, that you're energizing, that things are going to start to speed up in the best way possible now, God, because there's going to be something new to be fulfilled. There's going to be something new to do. There are going to be new people to speak into. There are going to be new uh, grandkids and new family members to speak into. There's going to be more and more. There is still work for Mama Doris to do, Lord. So we thank you for a new purpose. We thank you for new life. We thank you for new callings. We thank you for new purposes. We thank you for new reasons. We thank you for new joy. We thank you for new peace, God. We thank you for new comfort, God. We just ask that you be with her and be close to her, Lord. Help her as she grieves. Help her as she rebuilds, God, Lord. We love you. We worship you. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. Amen. All right. Was there anybody else had any questions, comments, prayer requests? When are you coming back? You did amazing today. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sissy. Uh, I I usually do declare victory um, once once a month, uh, every other week or so. Um, not every other week, like two weeks into the the month. I don't know. I just say yes when they text me. I don't. <laughs> I, don't gotcha. I never. Yeah, I never know. Uh, Praise but, uh, God. Thank I'll, you so much today for your word. It was amazing. Of course. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you, sister. Praise God. Well, you said pray for you. Pray for what? I didn't hear you. You said pray for you. Pray for what? I didn't hear the end part. Pray for me. For you? Okay. Yeah, we could pray for you, sister. Of course. Yeah, let's let's pray over let's pray over her real quick. Father God, just thank you so much for our sister, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Um for what you're doing in a sister's life, God. Thank you, because you know what you're doing. You have a plan and a reason and a purpose for everything, God, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for for our sister's heart, for our sister's willingness, for faithfulness, Lord, to always be on, to always be listening, to always have an open heart and an open mind to what you have to say, to what you have to do, to what you have to pour into, Lord. Thank you, because you're pouring into our sister, God, Lord. 
I pray for health for her. I pray for peace for her, God, Lord. I pray that you give her rest and that you give her a good night's sleep. I pray that you uh, help her. I pray that you build her up, Lord. I pray for um, any discomfort she may have, any pain she may have, God, Lord. I pray that you remove that pain. I pray that you remove that discomfort, Lord. I pray that you give her a peace. I pray that you give her a joy. I pray that you give her an abundance of spirit. I pray that you give her an abundance of joy. I pray that you give her strength. I pray that you anoint and multiply, Lord, the good things that you've given her, Lord. I pray that you anoint the, the relationships that you've given her, Lord. I pray that you strengthen her, God, Lord. We love her, and I know that you love her too, God, Lord. We lift her up to you, and we leave her at your feet. We leave her in your altar. We leave her in your hands, God, Lord. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Thank you, sister. Amen. Amen. All right. Was there was there anybody else that had any questions, comments, prayer requests? All right. Praise God. Just one more time here. Anybody else have any questions, any comments, any prayer requests? All right, praise God. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pray over us then. I'll dismiss us and I'll just uh, I'll uh, dismiss you here with a blessing, Lord. But thank you so much for this morning, Lord. Thank you so much for how you spoke today. Thank you so much for how you touched us today, Lord. I pray that you take us from this place, but not from your presence, God. Lord, I pray that we go and go with the blessing. I pray that we go with an extra pep in our step. I pray that we go with some extra courage in our voice. I pray that you... you um, you just remove anxiety, Lord, from our minds today, Lord. I pray for our work life. I pray that you protect us from COVID. I pray that you protect us from their surroundings. I pray that you give us peace. I pray that you give us joy. I pray that you fulfill our purpose in us, God, Lord. I thank you. I thank you for each and every single person at the sound of my voice, Lord. I pray all these things. I pray that you bless us in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, amen, amen. All right, everybody, have a great day. Have a great rest of your day here. Amen. Thank you. You too. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. I love you. You guys have a blessed day. Love you. I love you. We love you, Yvonne. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Amen. God bless.